Signaling God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. We're talking about the last day, latter rain of the Holy Ghost, and Jesus speaking of Elijah. Elijah is a one God message, not a trinity, not a binary, to this, or a oneness. The man is God, not just an intercessor at the right hand of God. We find that in Acts 2, 36. And all the house of Israel know surely that same Jesus whom you crucified, God hath made him, the man, Christ Jesus, both Lord and Christ. Lord Jehovah God Almighty in Christ, that means he's glorified by the Father's own self. Matthew 28, 18, all power in heaven and earth given unto him. He is the blessed and only potentate, the omnipotent. That's 1 Timothy 6, 15. That man has become a quickening spirit, 1 Corinthians 15, 45. These are basic principles of the doctrine of Christ. Now for the work of the ministry, assuming that the body of Christ will come into one. Now that's the reason why we're doing the podcast, sending them out to the ministers and praying for one for another. Because until we come into the unity of the faith into the knowledge of the Son of God, there won't be a latter rain. It has to come to the revelation of Jesus Christ. And that's through faith. It's a righteousness of God through faith. It's not of the works of the law that any man should boast. But it's the righteousness of God. And faith there, it moves and works through love. However, Grace that we're saved by reigns through righteousness. And it takes revelation there. The grace that comes to us at the revelation of Jesus Christ, 1 Peter 1. So it all requires us as the body of Christ to come together in one mind, one accord, in the unity of the faith, in order for God to move in his body. He fitly frames it together, of which every joint supplies the defining of itself in love, to the measure of every part, the measure of faith that God has guilt given to every individual member to do his will. Then he compacts it together. That's the ceiling. The devil can't get in. That's It's knit together in love. And that cannot be broken. And love is the cord that's stronger than death. So we see in that cycle of Elijah that we've been talking about that Elijah, as he goes from Gilgal to Bethel to Jericho to Jordan, Elisha has left his parents, has said, uh, kissed his father and mother by. The mantle was thrown there upon Elisha. They're giving him the opportunity that he would follow on to the full extent of the Elijah ministry, going where Elijah went as a protege of his mentor, Elijah, who was over the school of the prophets, 50 of the school of the prophets, 50 prophets there. And he would follow him, and by doing so and overcoming to the very end, then he would be given the promise of uh, the desires of his heart the promise of whatever he would he would desire of God. So he goes there at, if of course he takes a yoke of the 12 oxen that he was plowing with, 
he burns them up there and the people that eat and then he leaves and follows Elijah and as he follows Elijah of course the 12 yoke of oxen the 12 speaks of the perfect government of God and oxen is the suffering servant it speaks of where the crib is clean there's no increase and strength comes by the ox and that ox is what he was plowing with in other words, he's given up all to become a servant there to follow Elijah. And it's going to, in a cycle, go from Elijah to Elisha in a double portion. Then that double portion there, it's going to go into a higher glory in the Lord Jesus himself. Manifold times, thousands of times greater in glory. But then Jesus said, greater works than these shall you do because I go to my father. Now, what did he mean by that? Somebody said, well, it's just nothing greater than raising the dead, uh, just more in number. Well, Jesus did not do any judgment miracles. Every miracle he did, and the eight that's recorded in the gospel according to John, were redemption miracles. The redemption miracles showing that he is the resurrection and the life that he redeems us. He is that resurrection. All life is in Jesus Christ. He did not work any judgment miracles. There, as Jesus healed the sick, cleansed the leper, raised the dead, cast out devils, opened blind eyes, loosed the dumb tongue, the lame walked, and the captive went free. Blessed is he whomsoever is not offended in me, Jesus said. He is the Father revealed. He said, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And there showing he is the resurrection and the life. Tell him Mary, if uh, Martha at the death of Lazarus said, Lord, if you'd have been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus said, though a man were dead, yet shall he live. And he that believeth in me shall never die. Speaking of, he is the resurrection and the life. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. That is all the works in the ministry that Jesus did in the days of his flesh. He's the words I speak are not mine, but the Father that dwelleth in me houses permanently in me. He's the one doing the works. They're doing all the power that you see. If I were the finger of God, cast out devils, know ye the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. Then we go to Moses on the Mount of Transfiguration. What do you mean by greater works than these shall you do? Because I go to my Father. Because we're going to find in the two witnesses that in Revelation 11, they're going to be able to turn the water to blood as often as they will and smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will, just as Moses did. Why? Because in the two witnesses, that is the two candlesticks, the church, which are the two olive trees, that's your cherubim, which is a chariot of God, that he abides there between, and it's two, uh, there are the two olive branches in Zechariah 4. The two olive branches are not just two men. Some will say it's Moses and Elijah, others say it's Moses and Enoch. But when we see the two olive branches in Zechariah 4, 
And we see in 1 Kings 6.23, the olive trees at the cherubim are made out of that olive, overlaid with gold, 10 cubits high with a 5 cubit wingspan on each wingspan, literally touching the other cherubim to the other wall in the most holy place of the holiest of all, which is anointing the most holy that we see in Daniel 9.24. It's a restoration. And why is that important to us? Because the heavens must receive Jesus until the times of the restitution or restoration of all things, all things of truth, not partial truth, not seeing through a glass darkly. And then he will seal up the vision and the prophecy. What's the vision? The vision given to him is the work of the ministry that we see in this secret given to Daniel in Daniel 2. We see in Daniel 3 that there is an image built to Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar sets up a 60-cubit high, 6-cubit wide image. And as he does, he puts three different verses there that he states in verse 5, verse 10, and verse 15 of the instruments that are used that when a person hears that sound, they worship that beast. Notice that it will be a cornet, flute, harp, sackbolt, psaltery, and a dulcimer becoming from a higher tone down to a very nasal tone that will be able to charm a snake. That the righteous, there being set along with the wicked, the chaff along with the wheat growing together, that only the trumpet will separate. The trumpet, clarion, sound of the voice of God is what separates the righteous from the wicked, the holy from the profane, those that serve God versus those that do not serve God because that clarion trumpet voice is for reproof, rebuke, and for correction to come unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man unto perfection that he has given a fivefold ministry for. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. And it will certainly be done according to his will. For the work of the ministry, only the ones that it's going to be, the ones that are going to be used in the work of the Jesus ministry in the last days will be those that have come into the unity of the faith in one mind and one accord through the edifying of itself in love for the edifying of the body of Christ. And that is in the knowledge of the Son of God. And that knowledge of the Son of God is not just knowing that Jesus is the Father, which is certainly true. He is the Father revealed. But it goes much higher than that. It's not gnosko, knowing Jesus after the Spirit and not after the flesh. It is in the knowledge of the Son of God, epigonosko, that we're in the perfect image of Jesus, in the image of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, whom he did foreknow, then he did, them he did predestinate. 
to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. He's bringing many sons unto glory. And those that he did predestinate, them he called. Them that he called, he justified. Them that he justified, he also glorified to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Many call, few chosen. Justification by faith. Some start the race and don't finish it. And there, because the cares of this world, deceitfulness of riches come in, choke the word, it becometh unfruitful. Or tribulation of persecution arises. For the word's sake, by and by they are offended. Bring forth no fruits unto perfection. They don't go to the full measure of the statue of Jesus. And coming to that measure, running that race and winning the prize. Many will run in the race. Don't you know that all run in a race, Paul said? But only one winneth the prize. That one is the Son of Man. Jesus the head and we, the body of the Christ, that have come unto perfection to the measure of the stature of Jesus Christ. So if the body of Christ, and there is a preceding word now in that truth and present truth going forth, then God will gather together all things together in one, in Christ Jesus, according to his will. Ephesians 1, that's the will of God before the foundation of the world. And that is Jesus' prayer in John 17. Yes, Jesus prayed, O Holy Father. And he said, Glorify me with thine own self, with the glory that I had with you before the world was. He put off the glory, taking it back. He's God. He is the Father of glory. But then he goes on and prays for us, the body of Christ, to have the same glory that he had in the days of his flesh. That same glory I give unto them, Jesus said, that they may be all made perfect in one. Don't we know that all run in a race, but only one winneth the prize that comes unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man. That's the will of God. Jesus praying for that. Father, make them one, even as we are one. And then you and you and me, that they may be made perfect in one in us. And where I am, there they may be also and see my glory. You prepared a place for us. We're made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. There we find four and twenty seats in heaven and four and twenty elders upon those seats, which is the priesthood. But we also see four beasts before the throne of God. And those four beasts are the four living creatures, the Zoe. Four living creatures, the lion, man, calf, and eagle. That is the chariot or the cherubim of God, where the Lord rides upon the cherubim and the wings of that cherubim is his chariot. They carry the word of God and the wings of those cherubim is the voice of the almighty God. It's a voice of a host. It's a voice of a multitude. It's a voice of many waters. It is the voice of the Lord going through the church in the ministry, voice of Jesus Christ. We as the ministers in the body of Christ and individual members must come into the unity of the faith and through one mind and one accord. Each minister vying for their own ministry to be the one that's bringing forth the truth 
and by lifting up in pride, falls into condemnation of the devil. Pride goeth before a fall, and haughtiness before destruction. Whose body is my servant that I sent, deceived as my messenger. Blind is my messenger that I sent. Why? That prophet is hatred and a fowler in the house of his God. Why? Because the prophet has seen the imagination of their own heart. Until we are subservient to the Lord Jesus Christ, then we're subject to our own flesh. We see visions that are out of our own heart. We prophesy things according to our own will. And by doing that, it's our own, our own conscience. It's not the will of God. It's not the Spirit of God. But when we subject all unto Jesus, sold out, forsaken all, given up all, except a man forsaketh all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple, then the voice of the Lord, through the word of God that they have studied to show themselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, then know the perfect will of God individually, not a general will, but the individual particular will of that member and member in particular in the body of Christ that the Lord fitly frames together for his will. So we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling for it's God that worketh in us both the will and the do of his own good pleasure. This is the, the faith that is given to each member in the body of Christ. For Jesus, the Lord God Almighty, has dealt to everyone, every member, the measure of faith according to the ability that God giveth. That's individual will of God for each member in particular, not a general will. That's the reason why when the seven thunders uttered their voices to John in the book of the Revelation 10th chapter, John was about to write, that's a general word to the church. He's right at not. Why? Seven thunders out of their voices. Well, there's a word there in the season of God and the sevens and perfection that he's going to reveal. But then he said, take the little book, don't write it, what the seven thunders utter in their voices, their voices don't write. That's a general voice that all of us will know in the body of Christ. But then he said to John, Take the little book out of the angel's hand. Nobody's going to give it to you. You've got to take it. And that is so, so important for the present truth in the preceding word of God. For man will live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It's present truth. For your individual calling, not my calling to you or your calling to mine. It's every individual's calling. Now we have a word in a season that is delivered to us and it's given to us to know the times and the seasons that God uh, there is revealed to us. Now, even though we don't know the day or the hour, it's given to us to know the times and the seasons that we're in. That's in first Thess- Thessalonians five the church of the uh, letter to the church at Thessalonica by Paul in his first letter. How be it the individual will that each person now is to seek God for is uh, the burden on our part, not on the Lord. He man says the burden of the Lord, the burden of the Lord will be cut off. The burden is on us. He has given us all things. He's given to us all truth and no lies of the truth. 
Therefore, it is upon us to go without the camp, bearing the reproach at that altar that we have a right to, that others do not. And that's bearing the reproach of Christ, and that's the cross. To crucify the flesh with the affections of the lust, but by doing the will of God, through the knowing the will of God that he has for each individual member, is so important, it's critical for the body of Christ to work in the last day ministry, the work of the ministry, the gospel of the kingdom being preached in all the world for a witness in all nations. We have to come into one. Well, how do we do that? Well, he told John, that's in the spirit of Elijah, that will forerun Jesus' second advent. Just as John the Baptist forerun Jesus' first coming in Hamashiach bin Yosef, the suffering Messiah, John the Baptist foreran one voice in the wilderness, crying out, make you straight the paths of the Lord. Bring forth fruits, meat for repentance. And he must decrease, the Lord must increase. But he did no mighty miracles. The John in the spirit of Elijah in the last days will do many miracles greater, Jesus said, than greater works than these that he's done shall you do. Why? Because it's going to be the final consummation in the fullness of Christ revealed. It's not only Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration where we're not conformed to the world, but we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. We'll do the same thing in a transformation. And it will reveal Christ through you doing the redemption miracles that Jesus did. You'll heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils, open blind eyes, loose the dumb tongue, the lame walk, and captive go free, showing that Jesus is a resurrection and a life. But Moses was also there. It wasn't Moses doing the judgment miracles, destroying all the gods of Egypt. It was Christ in Moses as we see in 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11, that all the Old Testament prophets, including Moses, Samuel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, all the way to Malachi, all the Old Testament prophets searched diligently into the grace that should come unto us, searching what or what manner of time, the Spirit of Christ that was in them. Christ is that Spirit. So it wasn't Moses doing the judgment miracles. It was Christ in Moses. And on the Mount of Transfiguration, that when we are transfigured, we're transformed into the full image of Jesus. The body of Christ will work. The redemption miracles of Jesus, showing he is the resurrection and the light. We'll do the judgment miracles of Moses, showing that Christ is, uh, all his ways are perfect. All his ways are judgment through the body of Christ, which is far greater than the former reign in the Pentecost movement in Acts 2. And not only that, we'll also do the restoration miracles of Elijah in the kingdom miracles of Elijah. That it reign not in the days of his prophecy, they'll have that power. They will be doing all the greater works than these shall you do. What are those? The redemption miracles of Jesus in the days of his flesh. The same glory, he said, I give to them, the body of Christ, John 17. Then Moses he said, I give that power to my two witnesses. Well, they're going to prophesy for 42 months. Time, times they have three and a half years, 1,203 score days. Well, that's the same as John in 
that Revelation 10, which is the same thing of the man-child in Revelation 12, God forgotten to his throne, for time, times, the dividing of a time. And we find that fire, snow, and hail, God fulfilling his word, there in Psalm 148, is revealed there in the body of Christ. It is not national Israel. Anybody that says that does not know the work of the ministry. It's the body of Christ that is revealing Jesus in the last days. And certainly national Israel has the, has the opportunity to come in and uh, if they will be grafted into the vine. The natural, wild, the natural olive branch will certainly be able to be grafted into the vine that were cut off because of unbelief. And we as wild olive branches stand by faith. But we're still in there. The body of Christ is in that vine and that elect the ecclesia, the called out ones. So the woman in Revelation 12 is not national Israel. It's not Mary. It's the one that keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus, which is the spirit of prophecy. Revelation 12, which is the redeemed of the Lord. Revelation 14, 12, who is that? Those are the ones that are the redeemed of the Lord, keep the commandments of God, that love God, and have the faith of Jesus. The faith of Jesus is the faith that was once delivered to the saints, which is the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy that we see there in Revelation 12 and also Revelation 19.10 when John was about to worship the man. And if anybody knew the Lord, John the Revelator knew him. John the Apostle knew the Lord Jesus Christ. And he was about to worship him. He says, see, thou doest it not. Why? I am of thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus. There it is, the revelation. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, small s. That's in the spirit of Elijah. That's in the spirit of Moses. That's in Jesus, the Christ. And the spirit of prophecy is essential to understand the words of the book of this prophecy. Not only ones that read, but keep the sayings of the book of this prophecy, which is the revelation of Jesus Christ. So what is the message we have to, in the body of Christ and the ministers especially, must come into the unity of the faith if we want to see God move. If we want to see the unity of the faith into the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, we have to come into the unity of the faith, one mind, one accord, speaking the same things of faith. And that is what we're doing now. Now, we're not the only ones that are there in, the, in January the 19th, 2019. The Lord visited us, and as I came out of a Messiah Travel Church, we had a visitation of the Lord. It lasted about two hours. But the bottom line, he said, seal my people by my word as I send. The angel from the east having the seal of the living God, so send I you. We were just flabbergasted. We were just amazed. And that profound statement the Lord is doing it now. He's sealing his people now the ones that will come to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man. But to do that, the body of Christ has to come together, every member in particular being fitly framed together. 
we have to see and speak the same things. Faith is the substance of things so far, the evidence of things not seen. That was a faith that was once delivered to the saints that we've been earnestly contending for. That's upon us now. So the ones that's going to be used, we have to see that work of the ministry is not just what we saw in the book of Acts. It's going to be greatly multiplied. Greatly, greatly increased. We saw a little bit of it, moderately in moderation, but now it's going to be to the full extent of Christ. Christ in redemption miracles. Everything that Jesus did, the body of Christ will do also through the Christ that's in them. Not through pride, not through arrogancy, not because they think they're a great leader, but because they're broken, humble, and contrite, lifting up Jesus only. For he that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory. But he that speaketh of him that sent him, there's no unrighteousness in him. He's there to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, that they will do the redemption miracles of Jesus, showing that Jesus, he is the Christ, he is the resurrection and the life. But it doesn't stop there. They will also do the judgment miracles of Christ that he showed and revealed through Moses. And we see that in Zephaniah 2, that God will famish all the gods of this earth. Not in a pre-trib rapture, but through the body of Christ, the kingdoms of this world becoming the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ before the second advent. And that body of Christ will be given the power to do so. The two olive trees are the two witnesses of the two candlesticks, which is the body of Christ with Jesus, the spirit being the head and we individual members as a body of Christ making but one man that fills heaven and earth. Now, when you have that revelation, you'll see the great glory that's going to be revealed in and through the body of Christ for his glory, not ours, for his. It'll be Christ revealed to the nation. It's the revealing of Jesus Christ that will consummate after time, times and a half, three and a half years, 42 months of the Jesus ministry. It will consummate in the Lord's return from heaven himself. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort you one another with these words. Very true. But we see there that if faith groweth exceedingly and the charity of every one of you aboundeth one toward another, brethren, we're bound to thank God for you and all your persecution and tribulation that you endure, that you might be accounted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer, which is a manifest token. That tribulation and persecution that you endure is for what? It's a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God. All his ways are perfect. All God's ways are, are judgments. And judgment first begins at the house of God, and the righteous scarcely be saved. That means with difficulty, coming to the end of our flesh. And that is... Uh, our powers gone, not Holy Ghost power, but our natural will powers gone, and there's none shut up or left to reveal that only He is God. Jesus Christ is that Lord. And at that time, you all shall know that I am God. And you shall know, and you shall know that I am God. Jesus Christ, the only true God, not a Trinity, 
not a binary, not a oneness doctrine where the man is not God but has God in him. He will show and reveal that Jesus, the man, is that quickening spirit, the God Almighty, the everlasting Father. He is that spirit, 2 Corinthians 3.17. And that is where we are now. We must come into the unity of the faith. The body of Christ has a great opportunity there, but we must hear the voice of God. The time is coming and now is when those that hear the voice of the Son of God shall live. We have to hear it. We see that in Revelation 2nd and the 3rd chapter, to be an overcomer. And then, even from young men, there's a higher glory in fathers. They must turn the hearts to the fathers, to the children, children to the fathers, lest they come and smite the earth with a curse. And we're going to see at that time, then in Malachi 4, remember my servant Moses, behold, I send you Elijah. Here's Moses Elijah on the Mount of Transfiguration, showing us what? Greater works than these shall you do. You're going to do the redemption miracles of Jesus. He's a resurrection of life. You're going to do the judgment miracles of Moses, showing that Christ is that, that spirit doing the judgment miracles, his ways, perfect, all his ways, judgment. That's revealed. And what Moses did in the days of his flesh, show will you. And also Elijah, the kingdom miracles of restoration will also be done. For the heavens must receive Jesus. He's not coming back until the times of the restitution of all things, all truth. Acts 3, 20 and 21. So there's a work of the ministry ahead. The body of Christ has an opportunity to come into the unity of the faith. It's imperative that we gather together in one. And that is the will of God. Jesus prayed it in John 17. The mystery of God's will from the foundation of the world has been to gather all things together in one, in Christ. Ephesians 1. And that's what he's doing now. He's sealing the people through the word of God that after we've received the word of truth, we've been sealed from newborn babies, born, born of the water and the spirit, then to little children, because we've grown in glory, knowing that he is the father for the little children. You have known the father. 1 John 2, 12 through 14. Doesn't stop there. I write to you, young man, because the word of God is strong in you, and you've known that you've overcome the wicked one. You know the word of God. You know the will of God. And you've done the will of God. You've worked out your own salvation, fear and trembling, for it's God that worketh in you both the will and the do of his good pleasure. But that's only then that God reveals to the Father that little book, that revelation of Jesus Christ, that many commentators and scholars over the years in studying the book of the Revelation have tried to understand the type shadows, uh, the, uh, the imagery in it, all of the uh, the things spoken of in metaphors and similes. And we see the typology there. What does it mean? When is it going to happen? Natural, spiritual. Well, it's very simple. The Holy Ghost will reveal it to those that have a pure heart. Broken, humble, and contrite. The poor in spirit will see this. We'll see God. And in that third day, we're now. I'll raise you up. You will live in my sight. You will know in, even as you're known. You've come to the full charity. That is, you've made a full circle. 
full charity. You've added to your faith and virtue. Virtue, knowledge. Knowledge, temperance. Temperance, patience. Patience, godliness. Godliness, brotherly kindness. You've added to your brotherly kindness, charity. It's a bond of perfectness. It's a guarantee. You're reaching perfection. It will cover a multitude of sins. It rejoices in the truth. It is a full-grown father. It's a full-grown man. And that's the reason why when that which is perfect has come, in that final revelation of Jesus, in the faith that was once delivered to the saints, which is given to the saints of God now, the ones that are sanctified holy as the saints, to know the work of the ministry, to have that little book and eat all of it. You have to take it. Nobody's going to give it to you. Kingdom of God suffers violence. The violent take it by force. The law and the prophets were under John since that time men press their way into it, pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. As many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if you be any otherwise minded, God will reveal this even unto you. Time is now that those that have an ear come to not just an overcomer, but to fathers, the sealing of the apocalyptic sealing in Revelation 7, that after you've received the word of God, you've gone from newborn babes to little children to young men, but then there remains one more. I write in you fathers because you've known him that's from the beginning. You have to be an overcomer. You have to be called chosen and faithful for God to reveal that word to each of us and in members in particular for us to be accounted worthy of that kingdom of God through obedience, through persecution and tribulation, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God that we might be accounted worthy of the kingdom of God for which we also suffer. Seeing is a righteous thing with God to render tribulation to them that have troubled us. And it says there, think it not strange, the fiery trial which is to try us. Our faith will be tried as by fire that can come forth as pure gold. Don't think think it strange, the fiery trial which is to try us. Because it's tempered mortar, not untempered mortar. It's mortar where we built our wall of salvation through the fire. We daubed it, not with untempered mortar, but with tempered mortar gone through the fire. And that wall will stand. Anyone that breaks down the wall, a bear will meet them. Well, we're seeing that right now in the unity of the faith, God bringing his people, the sheep knowing his voice, and bringing us into one in the unity of the faith. And that's why it's so important to know and to receive that little book, that revelation of Jesus Christ, that book of prophecy, that only he knows, that white stone, wherein's a new name, name written, that only he knows and receives it. It's a hidden manna. It's hidden. Seven thunders are their voices. John was about to write. Write it not. It's hidden. It's only going to be revealed in the Holy Ghost individually, to each individual member in the body of Christ for the will of God to fitly frame that body of Christ together. And we see in Revelation 10, John took that little book. It was going to be sweet to his mouth as honey. That's every individual member of the body of Christ. You see it again in Ezekiel 2. Ezekiel 3, the same role of a book given to Ezekiel. And it is strength. God is strengthened. Ezekiel. Same as Boaz, and it is strength. We're seeing that now. And as sweet to the mouth as honey. Revelation. Just as Jonathan put his sword in the honey, and his eyes were opened. The brightness of the word of God. Then it's, it's going to be bitter to your belly. 
Well, there's sufferings that go with it. The bitterness of the word of God, the bitter herbs. But notice it says to John, the body of Christ, that after each individual member seeks God out of that book, eating it for yourself, eating all of it, not partial truth, all that book, all truth, then you will know and I will know the perfect will of God for each one of us, and God will fitly frame it together as he wills. That's the reason we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling, for it's God that worketh in us both the will and do of his good pleasure. Now, there's very differing ministrations, but one spirit, different ministries. Not all are called to be apostles, not all are called to be prophets or teachers or workers of miracles, governments, helps. But he's fitly framed it together and called every member in particular for his will to be done. He's doing it now. So as we understand that revelation of Jesus Christ is that little book. It's that book of this prophecy. You add anything to it, the plagues of this book will be added to you. You're dealing with the heartstrings of God. Or if you take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, your name will be blotted out of the holy city and out of the book of life. It's that serious. In other words, we come into all truth or we lose it all. Take heed how you be here. The same measure we meet with all shall be measured to us again. To him that has shall be given, and he'll have the more. We hear the word and obey it, and obedience unto righteousness unto holiness. Then he gives us more, said so. But him that hath not, who won't hear the word of God, will be taken away even that which he has. It's all or nothing. We're going to the final season of God a time that we are to grow up in him in all things, though we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. How do we know the will of God to do it? Doing an individual will. So we don't hear, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you, for you didn't do the will of God, the individual will of God for your life. Many knew the general knowledge that he is the Lord. You see that in Matthew 7. Not all that saying to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. They knew he's the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Father of glory, the Father revealed, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. They understood it. They know they had seen the Lord. You've seen Jesus, you've seen the Lord. All the power of God that he did, it was the Lord. It was the, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Father of glory. But Jesus said, not all that say to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. Profound statement. Why? Because you did not do the will of God. The individual will that I called each individual member to do to lift up Jesus with different ministrations, different ministries, having the same spirit, didn't do it. God's called you for a particular part, a member in particular, according to the measure of faith that he's given you, for only you to do. Whatever it is, we must find it and do it for this last day work of the ministry. The body of Christ has to come together in one, in the unity of the faith, to that knowledge of the Son of God, and that's through that little book, the book of this prophecy. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave him to show unto his servants things, faith, all things, which must shortly come to pass. He sent and signified it, sealed it by his angel unto John. 
And John is the body of Christ, Jesus ahead, we the body, in the spirit of Elijah, restoration of all things and all truth that we must enter into. Therefore, we must, as we seek God, do his will, then the Lord will fitly frame it together, compact it through the measure of each part. That means member in particular. As Jesus said, not all the sin to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in because we did not do the will of God. Then many will profess unto Jesus, Lord, we've done many wonderful works. We prophesied in your name, cast out devils in your name. Yes, they did. But they did not do the individual will of God in their lives. Using the name, but there's an individual, particular will that we must do, working out our own salvation with fear and trembling, for it's God that worketh in us both the will and to do of his good pleasure individually. And that's where the body of Christ must come in the unity of the faith into that knowledge of the Son of God. That's the full revelation of Jesus. The Christ revealed in through the body of Christ and not only the redemption miracles of Jesus that he is the resurrection of life, the judgment miracles of Moses that Christ is the judge and judgment miracles revealed in and through the body of Christ. And that is the restoration miracles, if you will, or the, uh, the restitution of all things in Elijah, restoring all things, all truth in the kingdom miracles. We'll be doing them all for those that have an ear to hear. And it's only when we're overcomers, called, chosen, and faithful, that he reveals that little book. And you have to eat all of it. It's all truth. That's the reason the fathers in 1 John 2, 12 through 14, I write to you fathers because you have known him that's from the beginning. I have written unto you fathers. First time he said, I write to you fathers. I have written unto you fathers because you've known him that's from the beginning. Says it twice. 1 John 2, 12 through 14. Because it's the fathers that will know not only the, the Jesus, that Jesus is the father. They'll know the will of God and full measure of Christ and the height, depth, length, and width of Christ. That he is the father of glory that was manifest in a body of flesh as a man. And then death, burial, and resurrection went back to the glory of the Father and gave us his spirit. And that's the length and the width. And judgment laid to the line, righteousness to the plummet. It's all Christ revealed in and through you and me. It's imperative we all come together. If this has touched you, you feel the spirit of God, the Holy Ghost speaking to your spirit and bearing witness, then give us a call. God's doing it now until we do come together in the unity of the faith. It'll be scattered up on every high hill, made a prey for every ravenous beast. It's only when we're fitly framed together, of which that every joint supplies to that if I can give itself love, compacted together, fitly framed, through the measure of every part, the measure, the measure of faith given to each individual member part. Then we're going to see the greatest move of God this world's ever seen, this side of glory. Jesus stated that. That that's exactly what would happen in the body. Greater works than these shall you do because I go to my father. I'm going to be revealed through you. You're going to do the redemption miracles of Jesus. You're going to do the judgment miracles of Moses. 
You're going to do the restoration miracles of Elijah all in one time. Times they have three and a half years, 42 much revealing, 42 much revealing the Christ in and through the body of Christ. It'll be the voice of the Almighty God, the ministry voice of Jesus for a time, times abiding of a time. Three and a half years, 42 months. That's the olive trees. That's the two candlesticks. Tune in. There's more. Much, much more. And the engraving of an engraver, the sealing of the cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers. On uncovering the cedar work on the walls of, of salvation and the holiest of all, the holy of holies. Write to me, Dennis Spirit, Post Office, Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. Or better, give me a call. We'd like to meet you. Be together in the unity of the faith, laboring, knowing those that labor amongst us. We'd love to meet you personally and come together in one. My country code is 1 plus. Area code 903-746-4885. Let's come together. God's calling it for us, each of us, to come together now in the unity of the faith all through the world, the nations, and they're coming together in one one accord, one mind, one body. That is that one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who's above all, Father of us all, and in us all. You can also message us over the websites. FeelingGodsPeople.org, FeelingGodsPeople.com, DennisBeard.org. Well, we want to thank you for your prayerful support and your generous offering. We're about to keep the podcast coming to you over the site. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.